The FT. Iraq's squabbling political class has defied expectations by forming a new government under Prime Minister Haider Abadi, the Shia political activist and UK-educated engineer who replaced the divisive Nouri Maliki a month ago. On the line with me is Bozu Duraghi, the FT's Middle East correspondent. I asked him how this had been achieved. Well, it looks if we look at the current government as it has been approved. You have a lot of the same faces that have dominated Iraqi politics since the 2003 uh, U.S. invasion. There are hardly any new faces that we've seen in the list of cabinet members. It seems like a lot of the people who have been part of the uh, political equation since 2003 have been given seats at the table, and that has probably, you know, calmed the nerves of those political players. However, it remains to be seen whether these political players at this point have any connection to the street, whether they have any influence at this point outside of the、uh, heavily fortified green zone. I also think that it probably says a lot more about U.S. pressure and U.N. pressure. The U.S. and the U.N. were both. Uh, pressuring the various political players to form a government by the deadline, based on the proposition that any government is better than no government, and that、uh, without a government, the, the country would continue to drift, and that would give the、um, insurgent group、uh, ISIS, the Islamic State of Iraq and the Levant, even more space to operate throughout the country. So it's a kind of it's a show of unity in a way, isn't it? But is The style of Mr. Abadi sufficiently different from his predecessor, Mr. Maliki. Do you think that it's likely to be more cohesive? That's a good question.、Uh, we haven't seen his style really in action. His words、uh, seem to be better than、uh, Nuri Maliki. He seems to be striking more conciliatory tones.、Uh, Nuri Maliki, especially towards the end, he would make a lot of strident statements. He would make a lot of、uh, conspiratorial accusations against his political rivals, and we haven't heard that from Haider Abadi at all. On the other hand, he's—I mean—he's a bit of a question mark, and it remains to be seen at this point still whether the issue of personality or character is a little overplayed, and that the reason why Nuri Maliki became Nuri Maliki is more structural. The pressures on him from the various Shia factions, the、uh, ongoing attacks. By Sunni insurgents on Shia civilians that have forced、uh, Maliki's hands in many ways.、Uh, I think the question is: Will Haider Abadi succumb to the same pressures that Nuri Maliki succumbed to? And in this new government,、um, has more been offered to the Sunnis than than in the past? And also, what's been offered? What kind of deal has been done with the Kurds? Well, it's not really clear what sort of backroom deals、uh, were done.、Uh, we don't have a lot of information on that. I'm sure that'll come leaking out in the coming days. In, in terms of the Sunni political factions that have long been a part of the government, it seems like everyone got something. The question is, though, do these Sunni political parties, do these Sunni politicians like Salah Mutlaq or Salman Najafi and a few others, do they have any clout with those people? In the Sunni heartland, who are torn between、uh, supporting the central government, staying neutral, or、uh, joining with ISIS, will this、uh, placate their fears and assure them? Because uh, according to uh, the ISIS worldview, these politicians are really no better than the Shia government in Baghdad or even the Americans. That they're all just you know worthy of、uh, of death. 
And in fact, ISIS has targeted many of the people who were Sunnis, but close to the uh, Shia-led government, either by joining the security forces or uh, joining with the uh, various uh, pro-government Sunni militias. And what about the Kurds? Because I, I believe that they're quite keen to, to have budget support so that they can pay their army. Well, this is a big issue at this point, uh, and it's not clear how they managed to resolve it, whether they just sort of bandaged over the issue. The Kurds say that the previous government of Nuri Maliki has not paid their budget allotment in many months, and they want something in the order of $8 billion from the Baghdad government. And my understanding is that the uh, government of Haydar Abadi was not willing to give that money yet and said that they would start paying the uh, uh, allotment in, in September. And that has been a big bone of contention. There also remains the huge unresolved issue of oil revenues. The Kurds want to sell their own oil and use it to make up their own budget shortfalls and invest in their own areas. And the government of Nuri Maliki uh, in the past has rejected that equation. And it remains unclear whether Haider Abadi is in any position to embrace that proposition. Okay, finally, the US is stepping up its military role. We're expecting a big announcement on this. What do you think the Iraqi government would like to see America offering? I think they would like even more air support, either in the form of uh, U.S. uh, airstrikes on uh, ISIS positions and that of other insurgent groups, or they've been, you know, saying this over and over again, they want attack helicopters. They want more helicopters. They want the U.S. to sell them these helicopters. Uh, So far, the U.S. has been rather reluctant to uh, give these helicopters because uh, they fear that they will be used not against ISIS, but against ordinary Sunnis and Sunni uh, insurgent groups even that are not sympathetic to ISIS or are not necessarily sympathetic to ISIS, but are merely um, manifestations of the Shia government's discriminatory policies. So I, I think there's a lot of concern there. But what I think the Iraqi government needs above all, according to the officials there, is air support. Right, because there's also evidence that that some U.S. hardware has found its way into the hands of ISIS after capturing it from the Iraqi army, isn't there? So, uh, absolutely. Do you think that there's any question of U.S. sort of boots on the ground? Would that be acceptable to the Iraqis at all? I think that the Iraqi government uh, appreciates the uh, advisors, the uh, U.S. advisors, um, as well as some Iranian advisors who are helping in terms of training, in terms of uh, providing intelligence, in terms of providing logistical support uh, on the ground. Uh, But I don't think that the Iraqi government um, or the Iraqi people would want, you know, thousands of U.S. troops again in the country. And all that would entail the supply lines, the contractors, the whole support network that that would necessitate. Uh, I think that would be uh, uh, something that neither the Iraqis nor the Americans would want. Okay, thanks, Bozu. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.